The Whisper of the Heart. Another one of Miyazaki's films that I feel is definitely overlooked. I actually really like this one. Let's talk about it on this episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. This episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast is brought to you by Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online game retailer. Each week, they have brand new bundles that last for only a limited amount of time. And with Humble Bundle Monthly, for a flat fee each month, you gain access to over $100 worth of games for only $13. A game I received was Soul Calibur 6, which normally retails at nearly $60. And I got it and several other highly rated games for the low price of $13. If you love games as much as I do, do yourself a favor and get Humble Bundle Monthly using the link down in the description or by using the link on our website. Not only will you be getting amazing games for yourself, you'll also be able to support the podcast. Back to the show. So in my opinion, this movie is critically overlooked. I didn't realize it was a Miyazaki film at all until I looked at my list and I was like, well, okay, I actually don't even know what this one's about, which was refreshing. Like, I hadn't heard of it even in passing. I just didn't know. So I went into it and I was pleasantly surprised. It's definitely a coming-of-age film. A girl is getting ready to enter high school, the Japanese high school system, and she wants to be a writer. And she meets a young man who wants to create violins instead of going to high school. So they basically make a two-month packed idea He's going to go away for two months and learn to be a violin maker. And she ends up taking two months to write. Does she write the greatest thing? No. She admittedly says, no, it's not the best thing. But she worked hard on it. She showed passion and dedication. I think there's something interesting about that of like setting down a time limit and saying, I will do all I can in this time limit and what is is this movie really was interesting to me there was a whole like, there's a whole musical rendition of take me home by john denver which after fallout 76 needed redeeming in my eyes and this film did that this film was good it was simple but it was just so good. It spoke to a lot of things that I really look for in films. A big one was that kind of the, the image, the meaning of it all, of saying, hey, the, one of the characters, the dad, says, if you're going to follow your own path, you have to work for it, basically. Yeah, it's true. 
If you want to follow a path your own that the world does not set out or expects of you, it's going to be a struggle. Being a writer, it's a struggle. Being a content creator, it's a struggle. The world doesn't expect you to do that. So you're going to have to fight tooth and nail to make it happen. Be it writing a book, be it writing fan fiction or music or creating videos or anything like that. The world is not going to be in your corner, so to speak, until you're already in the center of the ring claiming victory. And then the world will be in your corner. That's something I've kind of been noticing a lot, is that people will claim victory and then will find people who said, I've been there since the beginning. And categorically, that's not true. Many creators, and I would say many people, end up fighting somewhat alone, a lot. And in a sense, that's okay. We're all moving towards our own goal. And in that, we can find kinship. Yeah, I may be working to be a content creator, podcaster, streamer, right along millions of other people. But my path will be different from their path. Your path will be different from my path. And there's something beautiful in that of no one can tell you you're doing it all wrong as long as you stay true to yourself. It was interesting in this film that the girl was like, I want to be a writer and decided to take two months off of studying for high school, which is very different from American high school. It's not a given that you go to high school. It's you have to work for it. It's like a lower college level. And she said, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to work towards it. And she does. She doesn't goof off or screw around. She buckles down and spends two months fighting for her dream. At the end of the two months, does she say that this is what's going to happen? That she's going to be a writer and success will have come? No. It's heavily implied that she's going to consider going back to going to high school. But along the way, there's this romantic subplot in the sense that the boy who's going to go study to be a violin maker comes back and confesses his love for her. It's a beautiful plot of they both had different directions. They both had different goals in life. And yet they were willing to try and make a go of it. He would be creating violins and she would be a writer. They were both making their own goals possible but working on them together. That is beautiful to me. The fact that two people can have such different goals and yet agree to, to be a unit, to work together. That to me is beautiful and inspiring. It shows that you don't have to be identical to somebody to find a kinship with them. You have to have passion. A passion for whatever it is. I myself want whatever my wife wants to do. If she wants to go do this or that in school, I want her to do it. 
I want her to follow her passions as much as she wants me to follow my passions. And that's beautiful. It shows that there's a dynamic relationship in this. That it's not about what one person or the other wants. It's about a cohesive decision. Is that overreaching for looking at this film? Probably. But it definitely made me think about it. Because it showed they both had different goals. And they both were working towards them. They didn't sacrifice their goal for somebody else's. Much like a lot of rom-coms and romance movies do. I'm looking at things like Twilight. As much as it's fun and just an easy film to watch, you can clearly see that some characters just kind of push their goals away. This film demonstrates that you don't have to. That living your own goals is work. It's not going to be a walk in the park where you just breeze along through life. You're fighting for it. Tooth and nail. There was an image that appeared several times throughout the film of a violin maker working in what looks like to be a dingy dungeon with just a single ray of light shedding upon them. It showed that sometimes working in your passion field... It's going to feel dark and gruesome, but there's that light at the end of the tunnel. There's that single ray of hope that what you're working towards will become something. It will manifest itself. Whether it's the way you think it is or not, that's up for debate. Just because you dream of doing something doesn't mean that'll happen. But as long as you fight for it, You'll never be disappointed, in my opinion. As long as you're fighting for it, and you're working towards it, you're not sacrificing other people. You're only sacrificing what you're willing to give. Because remember, to obtain something of equal or greater value must first be sacrificed. That's the first law of equivalent exchange. A goal that you work towards is going to be a goal you work towards. It's work. It's not going to be given. You're going to have to fight for it. You're going to have to fight for anything that's worth it in life. This film eventually does spawn a sequel in The Cat Returns by having one of the minor plots, characters. It's a statue. Kind of in its own movie. Which I'm actually really looking forward to that. Because I seen that and I was like, oh wait, I've seen part of that on a poster. And it was really kind of cool. So I'm looking forward to it. This film was definitely a sleeper hit for me. Is it as good as Kiki? No. Is it good? Absolutely. It is so good. And if you're a big Miyazaki fan... You'll notice there is a ton of Easter eggs regarding previous works. Porco Rosso, Nausicaa, Kiki. There's a ton of Easter eggs in there. And each time I've seen one, I was like, oh, I know that one. Because I've been watching them in sequence. Every week, I've been watching a Miyazaki film. Every week. And it's awesome. It's cool that I was able to pick up on those. So I highly recommend that you watch this one. 
out wherever you can. I personally watched it on HBO Max. Again, not sponsored, but uh, call me. And I appreciate each and every one of you that listens. I want to know your life goal. I want to know what you're willing to fight for. What's the limit you've given yourself? Are you looking to publish something? Are you looking to to write something new? To pick up that pen and write something? Are you wanting to do more music? Are you wanting to be a content creator? Are you wanting to be a streamer? Let me know. I want to know your goals. And I, on levels, want to help you realize those goals. I love helping people towards their goals. So tweet them at me. Let's see what we can do in this crazy, crazy world as we work together on our goals. Until next time for the Gaming and Show podcast, I hope that you have a wonderful week. Peace. Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers!